Hip-Hop People's Station. Tune in to the George Flavors Reggae Show. Wednesdays, 9 to 11 UK, 5 to 7 Eastern. Allflavorsradio.com. Tell him Eve's Lewis say so. To our quail lovers from around the world, come join DJ Naiji for two hours of solid quail music right across the genres. Cadence music, Zook music, Quadril music, Lacomet, anything quail. It will be broadcast right here on All Flavors Radio with your host DJ Naiji with a short year show, 8 p.m. to 10 p.m. GMT each and every Saturday. See you there. You're listening to AllFlavorsRadio.com. Catch DJ Laro on Sundays with the Caribbean Party, 12 to 2, and the Vibe Show, Tuesdays, 8 till 10, on All Flavors Radio. AllFlavorsRadio.com, the people's number one station. Best music, the best presenters, the best station. Streaming live. You're listening to AllFlavorsRadio.com. Life will pay you the price that you ask of it. Life will pay you the price that you ask of it. That was the story about this homeless man and this guy that God started to really bless in his career. You know, he worked really hard and God started to really bless him. And so one day this guy, he was walking downtown and he looked up ahead and he saw this homeless guy that you know, he would see from time to time downtown, and, you know, I have to walk past him, and when I walk past him, I think he's about to ask me for some money. Looked at him, and as soon as he whipped his head around, the guy could smell the alcohol coming from the homeless guy. And the homeless guy said, hey, give me some money. Give me a dollar. He said, man, you know, if I give him a dollar, would he do the right thing with it? Or will I be supporting the habit? And then he thought to himself, he said, you know what, who am I to judge? I'm just going to do what I think is right, and what I think is right is to give. And so the guy said he learned a valuable lesson when he was younger, when he used to struggle, when he had this mentor, and, you know, he, he didn't have much money at the time, and he would work his butt off, and, you know, he would always be sad when he could go into his pocket to pull out money and go into his pocket to pay for something, and he said his mentor told him, you know, whenever you have a couple of hundred dollar bills, you know, because the guy said he always carried a money clip. He said, you put the hundred dollar bills on top. Now, when you go into your pocket and you pull out your money clip, the first thing you see is those hundred dollar bills. And so now it makes you feel good about yourself. Now it makes you feel like you're worth something. Now it makes you feel like you were going to accomplish something. And so the guy said he went into his pocket and, you know, he pulled out his money clip and on top there were the hundreds and so the homeless guy looked at the money clip and looked at him and so the guy said he pulled the clip off and he flipped the money back and he went to the dollar and he pulled the dollar out and he gave it to the homeless guy and so he said the homeless guy looked at him he looked at his pocket he looked back at him he looked at his pocket then he looked at the dollar in his hand he looked back at the guy looked at his pocket again. When the homeless guy looked at his pocket again and looked at him, said he told the homeless guy, hey man, life will pay you the price that you ask of it. Meaning, 
if you probably would have came up to me and asked me for a hundred dollars, I probably would have given it to you. Because when you think about life, whatever we plant in our minds, our minds must produce in life. Our minds are like gardens. You know, when you think about a garden, whether you plant something good or you plant something bad in the garden, if you nurture it, if you take care of it, whether it's good or bad, that garden is going to produce it. The same thing goes for our minds. Whatever we plant into our minds, whether it's good or whether it's bad, if we nurture it, our mind has no choice but to produce it in life. In life, pay you the price that you
Good evening. Sounds very kabadu here. Other side of the game. you heard life will pay you what you ask it by inky johnson and it's so true it's so true um in a sense do you remember ken that he said that he had a hundred dollars on one end of his money clip and one dollar on the other side and the guy asked for a dollar and that's exactly what he gave him that's what he asked for exactly so we need to be mindful when we're asking for things They were asked for exactly for the exact things that we want in life because, as it said, life will pay us what we ask for. How are you doing out there, all flavors, world, chatroom crew, tuning crew, worldwide crew, and all you silent listeners out there? I am Wimbo77. And I am DJ KJB. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for joining us this evening. Yeah. So how you been, DJ KJB? How was your day? It, my day was okay, but it's all about the weather today. It was all about the sunshine. Absolutely gorgeous. And it was shining. It shone down beautifully. And I got, I got out there a bit and got a little bit of the, the rays before coming into the studio tonight. You know, so it was a beautiful day. Absolutely. And it's so nice. Everything seems to change when it's um, the sun shining, right? 
everything changes your disposition your your mental everything yeah and people do too as well maybe because you're getting that natural heat inside of your bones that's so needed getting that needed vitamin d Best, it's best vitamin D. D <laughs> sorry, I can get my teeth in. The best vitamin D mm. you could possibly want yeah. or experience. Yeah. Honestly, fantastic. And it, and it is UK sunshine, but it's still sunshine, right? Well, we're we're hotter than some of the European countries. Okay, so that's that's a bonus then. Absolutely, nice it's, bonus. Because we we're not having to fly out. Yeah. In that sense. Yeah. Uh, we're here and we're enjoying it. So and I'm not even sure of the flying out, the th- um, the criteria, what one has to do in order to travel. Yeah, I'm still not wanting to approach that subject at the moment. So I'm still leaving it for a little while longer till we travel. Well, we don't have to travel. We've got the sun right here. That's very true. That's so very that, true. That, that, I just, uh, just enjoy it while we have it. I'm sorry, just but Mama LK Land book calls. Africa's been calling for ages, so we've got to get out there at some point. So the questions for tonight. Are social media platforms a place of empowerment or entrapment for young people? That's our first question. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's a very, very... Uh, right now, it's quite a topical subject, mm, isn't it? Yes. What's been happening. Given what's happening in the mm, news, it, mm. it definitely. As well as your partner pays for everything... Is it right, forward slash wrong, to keep a secret stash of money just in case the relationship breaks down? And that's our scenario. So this is a scenario that was sent over Naturally Lily. Hi, Naturally Lily. Sent that over to us. And we're going to be tackling it. We're going to tell you what the scenario is. And then we'll break it down and see what you think. Do you think it's right or wrong to keep a secret stash just in case the relationship breaks down? Although your partner pays for everything. That's the question or the scenario for this evening so moving straight into our facts kenny or dj kjb should i say did you know that dishwashers need washing too no well straight answer if you've never cleaned your dishwasher never had one that's right you're you're the dishwasher we're all dishwashers (laughs) in this house it might be time to look up some instructional videos or hire a professional and get that thing in tip top shape it will greatly improve your machine's performance and that makes sense doesn't it it's a bit like washing out your sink after you've finished cleaning the dishes there's always like a residue right yeah sometimes when when these residues are not cleaned out eventually a build-up occurs and it can can affect your sink exactly the drainage drainage, everything and sometimes i notice when the younger ones clean up they don't tend to clean out the sink the sink's got to be cleared so if that's the case for just a physical sink that you can clear how much more so a dishwasher that you just... Uh, but I guess you've got to rinse the dishes off before you put them in the dishwasher, right? I have not, as I said, I've never owned one. But I'm yeah. assuming that's what you have to do. And I'm assuming because the parts of a dishwasher are intrinsic, I mean, you can't see the parts, mm. the build-ups will occur. So obviously, if you're not... If, the, if it's not seen to eventually... It's going to give you it's going to give you issues, yeah. That's right. So, like it says, look up some instructional videos. TikTok's great for all these kind of things. Or hire a professional that can get it in tip-top shape. The universe has a colour. It says, researchers at John Hopkins University took the average of light from over 200,000 galaxies. It turns out the universe is 
on average, kind of beige. They name the colour cosmic l- latte? Latte. L- latte, as in chocolate latte. Yeah, like a coffee. Coffee, la- coffee latte. So coffee colour, so the yeah, universe coffee. is coffee coloured. Mm. Yeah. Is that um, a surprise? I, I am, because when you think all of the planets, all of the planets have different colours, don't they? And when we look out into space, it's dark, it's like black isn't it Mm. with the stars and everything but if Mm. they're saying that the universe has a color then it has a color i can't say whether i've seen that or not when i'm kind of looking out into the night sky i couldn't say and maybe it's jupiter that's kind of latte colored it's with the reds and everything going through it yeah i do it with my students we've done we've done the solar system last term so but yeah so i think it, it it is jupiter that has a beigey color as well so the universe is named Cosmic Lati because it is a kind of beige. Now, this is quite an interesting one, um, KJB. Women have more pain receptors than men. They also have higher tolerance for pain than men do, according to time. And this is actually true because we touched on this a little while ago when it spoke of men are more than likely to be seen quicker in the hospital than women. And that's due to the pain threshold, all that kind of stuff. I, I, I didn't even realise that was occurring. But just on the fact, because childbirth. Yeah, childbirth, exactly. <laughs> that's that's what I have to say on the matter. <laughs> that's, I, I, don't, I don't know what more I can really add to that. Again, we've we've spoken on this on like the simulator and the simulation of men trying to see if they can take the pain that a woman takes. When she's in labour. It's not going to happen. Yeah, so they, they have these happen. simulators that you can turn the pump it up, pump it up. Mm. And some men, they only get to like 10 or 13 when there's like another 10 or 15 higher ranges to go to and they actually can't take the pain. So We can't, we can't. We can't. We, we're just, men are not designed to, you know, to tolerate pain for, yeah. for high thresholds of pain. Is that why, why men bring more pain on women then? Yeah, but you're talking about emotion. This is physical. <laughs> so I'm not getting so into it. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Listeners, that's a question for you guys to, to, to text in or phone in or messaging. Yeah, because you're speaking about emotional. So I wonder if it would be the same because women have more pain receptors than men. So does that is that according to emotional pain as well as physical pain? And even mental pain, who knows? But this is, according to Time magazine, yep. this is what and, it's telling us. And also, we got to understand pain is subjective to the individual. Yes, yeah, we were talking about that recently, yes, weren't we? Yes, yeah, yeah, pain is subject, subjective. So if someone says they're in pain to a particular point, who are we to, yeah. to say they're not? Yeah, because what we can take, someone else might not be able to take, and their threshold might be a lot lower to what our threshold is so like you said it is subjective isn't it you can use amazon for charity you know that yes it says use amazon smile instead of plain old amazon and amazon will donate 0.5 percent of your purchases to a charity of your choosing see i didn't know that i don't really shop on amazon to be fair um when i need to get things online i tend to go to ebay i don't know why because amazon is the I guess the better bet, I guess, but... Maybe, I'm not sure, because I don't really shop online personally. Mm. It's not something I do. But I'm assuming Amazon Smile is different from Amazon. No, it's I... Amazon. Amazon Smile, from probably just the general 
uh, what do they call it? Cart, the general, you know, the where you pay at the end. Uh-huh. It's just probably different there where it says Amazon Smile. It it's donates 0.5% of your purchases to charity. So possibly that is just their link to for them to donate that money to. But it is still the Amazon platform. Yeah. Okay. They oh, have a section enough. for donations. Oh. And um, yes, for you to... And you, it's not even coming out of your pocket. This is they'll donate 0.5% of your purchase to charity of your choosing. So it can be any charity that you want. That's lovely. Uh, I didn't, I was very unaware of that. So yes, you can use Amazon for charity and you don't have to use your own money in that sense. Or once you've paid, they'll donate, which is lovely. Yeah. Okay. That, so at least that, that's something new. I, I again, as I said, I don't, I don't go online and purchase stuff. Mm. But whoever does, it gives them an opportunity to to do their bit. Yes. If you do are their bit a, for charity, I suppose. If you are an Amazon shopper, then utilize that Amazon Smile, and then they will donate 0.5 percent. That's half of your purchase to charity of your choosing. So many um, phones attach GPS data to your photos by default. So many phones, including iPhones, track your location and attach that information to every picture you take by default. You can turn it off in your settings, but that doesn't remove the inf- information from pictures you've already taken. How, I wonder how they do that. I don't know, because I, I, I haven't got an iPhone. Boy, I'm not doing. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> don't shop online. Yeah, don't, don't I know. Oh man, old. I'm old school, isn't it? So yeah. yeah, so I'm not sure how. I guess it's a built-in, a built-in mechanism within mm. the phone that yeah. people. I'm assuming people don't might not know about it. So they they you know it tracks your location and then it attaches the information to to a, to every picture. I don't know if it's a good thing or a bad thing because I guess. If you're in a situation and you need and you need help, I'm not sure no. how it works. The thing is, what we people, I guess, are unaware of is that our phones know where we are. Even though, if you take your SIM card out mm-hmm. and you turn off your location, mm-hmm. your phone will still track where you are. So, is that not a good thing then? I don't know. I, I just feel like we spoke about this as well. Just the the way that we are scrutinised and watched continuously the things that we're doing like is there any autonomy like where we can unless you leave your phone at home that's the only way that you're not going to be tracked but then you can be tracked if you go and purchase things and you do and you buy it with your card gently so I'm, we're always on the I'm, I'm thinking of the but i i guess i'm thinking of the flip the safety or, or, or maybe the safety aspect of it because mm. like a, if 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 your phone can be tracked, is that not a good thing? Because if you get in a situation or you get in a problem and as we're going to uh, go yeah, on and look at, at least then if it's a way of of people finding you or knowing where your last movements were and I don't think it's so where they don't even use it for that anyway. I, no, I don't know. I don't know. I'm just mm. assuming that it could be used in that way. Yeah. So maybe I'm wrong, but you know, please mm. correct me if I am. But I don't know if it's a bad thing. I don't uh, really know. It's just for your photos. If you're taking a photo that they attach the GPS data to it. Yeah, so where the, where the picture was taken, it, yeah. it attached that location yeah. to it. Which, as I said, is that a bad thing? So it's more, it's more to 
you know, we watch some of those crime channels sometimes. Mm, mm. So it's more to entrap you, like we said, than to yeah, than to say, oh, this person's lost. Because they're not going to know from the photo unless they get the phone. This is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Once they get the phone, it at least allows you or allows whoever mm. to track your last no movements. movements yeah. Which, as I said, is that really a bad thing? But what if they can't find you still? Well, it gives them a point of reference. Yeah, I guess so. Gives them That's a point of true. reference. That's very true. And we're going to go on and see. Uh, there was a question as well that I posed on Facebook this week. And it was you're at a party. You get kidnapped. You're at a party. What would you do? And I mean, we've got some some feedback. However, it's actually a very serious situation to find oneself in. And it has happened. We're going to go in and see a woman that this happened to and that what she did in order to get out of the clutches of this person. And as the story unfolds, it's it's her story is actually amazing. But yeah, so back in the day, I guess they didn't have GP, <coughs> sorry, GPS back then. Whereas now, our every movement can be t- tracked, really, isn't it? Mm. So as I said, I don't know. Listeners can tell us if it's a good or bad thing. Yeah. But from, from my standpoint... Yeah. I can understand why people might be hesitant about wanting that that app or that 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 kind of data on their phone. But as I said, it, it could turn out to be a good a, a good blessing. a good thing. Yeah, good thing. very true. And um, who knows? We I'll just like I said, I just feel that we're being watched continually in this country. Everything is is just yeah tracking, isn't it? Track that, track your location, track your this, track your that. However, is it a good thing or bad thing? Let us know. 07895134713. That's 07895134713. So IE and EG are not the same thing. IE is an abbreviation of IDS, which means that is. But you can remember what it means with the phrase, in essence, EG. On the other hand, stands for exempli gratia which means for the sake of. So IE means that is, EG means for the sake of. Of example, but can easily be remembered as example. Yeah, when I say EG, for example, Mm. IE, that is. Yeah? Mm. So that's just a bit of... English. English grammar. You you uh, are the teacher. Punctuation and abbreviation, because those are, it's an abbreviation and a punctuation there. All right, so I don't know if, if those were very exciting facts tonight. What do you say? Well, they, they, I think they were. I think because no fact is is irrelevant. Yeah, that's true. That's true. No fact is irrelevant. There's all. There's always something we can get from a fact. Yeah. So like us, it or not, us knowing that the dishwashers need cleaning too. Well, that makes sense, hey, doesn't it? Hey, there might be there might be listeners out there who who have had issues with it dishwasher we don't know and yeah. we've we've highlighted something they they may have known but just it's it's like a reminder yeah. for them to do something about the situation and the universe being beige hey that's <laughs> that hey there's some there's a lot of people that are into stars yes. and, and stargazing and looking at planets my niece was it's funny my niece was just saying on the start end and we're going to give a shout out to joy mckay who had her earth strong on sunday it was lovely mumra um uh, now 73 years on the earth and still going strong food even, was good too even through adversity you're still here with us so that's mm-hmm. awesome 
And she was saying that at Greenwich, in Greenwich, at the there's a museum there. We've been there before, haven't we? Yeah, they've got a they've got a the planetarium, planetarium telescope. Yes, and they they do shows every mm. single day. So there you go. You can go up and ask someone there and see if we can see that the the universe has that beige colour. Let's see where we can identify that. As well as women have more pain receptors than men. You can use Amazon for charity. And many phones attach GPS data to your photos by default, i.e. and e.g. are not the same thing. So, so it's you're right, um, DJ KJB. It's, it, it is nice to see that these facts may mean something. Yeah, they are. Yeah. The listeners, I'm sure there might be other facts that has you've kind of presented on the show, and I'm sure some of the facts have helped or resonated with some of your listeners you'd yes. be interested to to find out maybe they can drop us a line yeah let, us, let us know let, let us, us know, know please and we'll see involved. y'all in five is the station with all your music in one place I'm with seven seven, and i'm naturally lily join us for the let's talk drive time show every tuesday evening between 6 and 8 p.m we can discuss fun facts the word of the day and current events join in the conversation See you in the chat room. Domi Promotions and All Flavours Radio proudly present We Ready to Party Again Boat Style. Come and party on board the permanently moored Teresa Joanne, King George V Dock, Woolwich Manor Way, E16 QNJ on Saturday the 16th of July. Come and join us for a splendid night of fun, music, vibes and grown-up raving. Your entertainers will be Mosty, DJ Specialist and DJ Shyboy alongside the All Flavours radio team of Ninja Man Lloyd, George Flavours, DJ Laro and DJ John J.E. Playing the best in soca, reggae, Afrobeat, soul and much, much more. Smart dress is essential for this one. The first 100 ticket holders will get a complimentary glass of Prosecco and there'll be food available to buy supplied by Sunset Caterers. Boarding starts at 9.30pm and we party till 3.30am. Get your £20 tickets now from Eventbrite or getyourtickets.co.uk We ready to party again Are you? Sometimes a simple question can be all it takes to interrupt someone's suicidal thoughts and start them on the road to recovery The Samaritan Small Talk Saves Lives campaign is aimed at giving people the tools to help prevent suicide Here's Claire to tell you more A little small talk and a simple question like Hello, what's the time? Where can I get a coffee? Or, how great is this weather? Can be all it takes to interrupt someone's suicidal thoughts and help set them on the journey to recovery. Find out more at Samaritans.org. And remember, small talk saves lives. Snapback FM presents a night called Keeping It Simple on Friday, 29th of July at the Refreshment Rooms. Entertainment on the night from Mr. Funky, DJ T, Mr. Jams, Mr. Viking, DJ Tibbs and DJ Specialist. Doors open 10pm to 4am. First 50 tickets are £5, already selling fast. Then it's £10 advance tickets and more on the door. Location is Refreshment Rooms, 25 Broadway, London E154BQ. More info on tickets, birthday bookings, hen nights, stag nights, call 07930 or 07831 
540-449 or contact any of the DJs. Keeping it simple, no gimmicks, bringing you good music and good fun. Broadcasting worldwide, online, 24-7. All Flavors Radio. Pleasure, Joy McKay. This one's just for you. Jermaine Edwards from his Destiny album. I want to make you smile. Happy 73rd. And may there be many, many more. that good we just got to take it back Jermaine Edwards make you smile and how you doing Chanel Taylor Debbie X Joy McKay this one's for you Mark Philogene out of Bremen how you doing MP great stuff last night Angela Gel Gel George Flavors Norbert from Castries Guest 120 from Kleiner Grassenbrook Guest 219 from London Guest 570 from Fort Lauderdale Guest number 8 And Guest 961 So shout out John John, Marjak and Anisha, Isa, Naya, Tai Tai, Naturally Lily, 
Jayla and Janae. the DJs on the station Jesus, the the doing an amazing job I wanna make you smile if I had everything I don't have you my life will be worth nothing Sending out love to the John Baptiste family. Shout out to Sonia Strasseldorf from Berlin. How you doing, my lovely? There's the sounds of Jermaine Edwards there. I want to make you smile. What a beautiful song that was. And that one was dedicated to Joy McKay. Also giving a big shout out to the Fletcher and Younger family. These are sounds about Stevie Wonder. Very, very, uh, Don't you worry about a thing. A big shout out to Dicarlo. Gal Gal. Lady Goatee. Don't you worry about a thing, mama. All the WhatsApp crew. How y'all doing? John Newman. I know you'll get into the chat room one day. And Natalie. How you doing, sis? Shout out to Mia, Big Sis, how you doing? When you get fooled by smiles 
says, but don't you worry about a thing. Don't you worry about a thing, mama. Cause I'll be standing on We're all coming up to our Earth Strong month. We're all known as the June Babies. Because all of my mother's children are born in June. As well as some of her grandchildren too. Mark Philogene and Petra. You can catch Mark on a Sunday from 4 till 6, as well as a Monday from 6 till 8. DJ Laro tonight from 8 till 10 with the Vibe Show. That's right, Joy, great grandchildren as well. June babies. was the sounds of Stevie Wonder with Don't You Worry About A Thing. And it's so true, DJ KJB, isn't it, about not having to worry about things because sometimes we can get consumed with worry. You know, I was just before coming on, Nats, Natalie was highlighting about Elon Musk and being able to buy Twitter for £35.2 billion. This is in the WhatsApp corner, guy, um, listeners. And she says that there are there are only eight point eight to nine billion people on the planet. He could have made been sorry. He could have made everyone a billionaire, and still had more money than the entire world's population. He could have stamped out world hunger, or funded the latest war himself, so people wouldn't be compromised between heat or eat. But no, surely that's not more important than social media platform, right? And that's very true. Natalie, that's so true that speaking about Elon Musk spending all that money, that 30, was it 35.2 billion? But going back to that question, one of the questions that we post about social media and are social media platforms a place of empowerment or trapment for young people? We're going to go in and see the importance of having this discussion because something happened in the news this week and it was all streamed live on a social media platform. So I think it's that this is also quite relevant as well as the, that question on Elon Musk 
And we're going to look at that in a moment as well. All right, so what is our word for the day, KJB? Non-parallel. Non-parallel. That's right. So what, what does the word mean? Non-parallel means having no equal. Yes. For example, she has E.G., I'm using the word E.G. It says, the singer's stunning performance was non-parallel. That's right. So there's no parallel to that. So it's a mm. multitasker's no, no parallel. He's a musician, actor, director, author, artist, poet, playwright and composer, not to mention a self-styled prodigy making king. And this, that was Bill Brownstone, the Gazette, Montreal, the 5th of April, 2022 so so it's it's it's, it's given it in its, its its true context it's context that's right so it's someone that you can't be parallel to that they excel so or achieve such high uh, such a high degree that there's no parallel to that individual yeah there's been many high achievers in that bracket bracket yeah and i um, think mm-hmm. yeah i think in this day and age there there are plenty of people that there's just no parallel to as Natalie mentioned there, Elon Musk. I mean, he's quite an ingenious person, would you not say? Yeah, he's 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 for well, I don't know what he stands for, but from what I understand, what I've read, yeah, he's he's about saving the planet and mm. green footprint and saving the ozone and looking at more sustainable ways for for us to live, so we're not so much a it drain drain it? on the planet yeah. and then he goes to then, then he goes and buys Twitter <laughs> for 35 for, 20 billion pounds so so it's I don't kind, understand that more. no so it's kind of not it's kind of a bit unbalanced isn't it yeah it's contrary indicating it's kind of taking him in one context and then yeah. seeing him in another context yeah so it's really who is the true Elon Musk That's what does right. he truly stand for is he is he non-parallel do you think he's non-parallel? Well, he certainly is because wherever you, wherever you, wherever we talk about mm. the planet, and and influence those who can influence the planet for good, yeah, he's always brought up. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I, I saw one of his houses that he's they're very low income, so they they're about ten thousand dollars. These houses, they're eco houses as well. And that the way that they're made and they're sustainable, so that for really for people that they're affordable for people that can't afford housing, and I know that Natalie said that about him being able to give everyone on the planet a billion each. Well, no, not really, because if there's nine, I guess he could actually nine billion people giving everyone one billion. But that we 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 know that the research shows that even if you gave everyone a million pounds that million pounds is still going to end up in the rich people's pockets. Uh, yeah, you can say it always goes back to the 1%, sorry, the 1%, yes. isn't it? Yeah. But just about the, the sustainable housing, yeah. you still got to pay for that. Yeah. It's not free. It's not free, but it's <laughs> affordable. still wants you to buy it. It's still affordable, though. It's, it's affordable, but, but yeah, so it goes to show he's still in the business, although he's trying to look at sustainable ways for us to 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 live on the earth yeah he's still a business capitalizing man. on he's it still a businessman yeah, but that, just, that's life is business yeah that's what i mean he's just like tesla he's, he's the tesla cars at the moment yeah they're, they're greener they're cleaner um but 
he's not giving them for free. You've got yeah. to purchase them. So, so we got to see him. Where's in, the balance? Yeah. So you got to see him for who he is. The balance is that for a house, say now, um, even in this climate that we're living in, you're looking at minimum two to three hundred thousand pounds. Where he's offering homes that are, you've got to have them built up and stuff, mm, mm. but they're affordable to, you know, 10,000 is a lot less than 300,000. No, isn't told, it? I'm, not, I'm not, I'm just saying. Yeah. I understand what, what Natalie was saying, but at the end of the day, yeah. Um, he's a businessman. Yeah. What are your thoughts out there, beautiful people? What do you think? Um, is Tesla, is he a is he a demon? I don't know if that's the right word to say on the radio. Or is he mm. just there to help himself? He's, he's or is he is he really helping others to make their mark in life? I don't know. Or is he truly a saviour? Or uh, what can I say? He's he's a benchmark. A wolf in, wolf in sheep's clothing. Yeah, or is he a benchmark for sustainable living? He yeah. wants to try and save the planet. He's trying to make it sustainable. But... Which is a fantastic thing, mm. but he's still a businessman at the end of the day. Yeah. So everybody's got their own opinion. And most people are, Ken. When you look, when you mm. look about, look at it real, realistically. All right, we live in a world where the universe. We've looked at the Bayes universe that it provides continuously. There's an abundance of everything, but because people want to capitalize on those kind of these kind of things, it makes it harder. So there is a divide. We don't all have one acre and a mule, do we? We don't all have the same. We have these people, one person living in a mansion that's got 20 rooms, when really he only needs to live in a Tesla house with for one person, you know. So why why the divide? Why do us as humans create these situations? Could you possibly answer that for us listeners? What do you think? I, I'm just saying that without without them trying to generate money, whatever yeah. reason whatever they they they're trying to push yeah within their organizations um the money i suppose is needed because they need to be able to do research you don't need money i'm just saying i'm just i'm yeah. from a business point of view you want to research you want to make things better you want to provide a better service you want to provide cleaner greener environment mm. for our planet mm. at the moment money is what it takes so there are going to be people who have come up with ideas and they will capitalise on it's those bit, ideas. It's a bit so, like... So, yeah, sorry to cut you. Yeah, so, so, and I think that's what's just happened. He's just, Elon Musk has capitalised mm. on the need for a greener, cleaner environment and he's used that in order to build his business. Problem, solution. And yeah, he's, yeah. and that's what it is. It's, it's supply and demand. The funny thing is that what we had at the top of the show, that life will pay... Life will pay what we ask it, all right? So what are we asking out of life as well, isn't it? Yeah? Because I, I know that Elon Musk, he comes from a very rich background as well, doesn't he? His mum's a big top model. All of his family, they've, they've come from money, yeah? So I guess do money, coming from that background, do you think that way in order to... He's thinking of sustainability, but he, yeah, he's making a lot of money at the same time. Mm. Yeah, I don't know what his growth is. Which you can't, you 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 can't blame him. Mm, you mm. cannot blame him because at the end of the day, if if anybody has, if anybody has an idea, yeah, as much as they want to try and bring that idea to fruition, 
and make it accessible to everybody. There's still going to be someone that misses out, though, isn't there's there? Gonna, yeah, you, there's going to be. But you yourself, who's come up with the idea, you want to you want to generate something yeah. from it. Yeah, whether, that's whether, true. You know, yeah. and there's nothing wrong with that. But you're still giving. Yeah. But at the end of the day, you still need to get as Better well. To receive, yeah. You still need to get as well. So email, email, I know what we're saying about Elon Musk, and we don't know what he is mm. regarding where he's taking the sustainable energy, where he's going with it. But at the end of the day, he, as you said, he's he's produced cars, he's produced houses, so he has given back. Mm. But it's got to be at a cost. You've got to be paid for, yeah. It's got to be at a cost. Like you said, he's a businessman in that sense. Mm. He's non-parel. Back to its Middle English and French origins, you'll find that it comes from the term meaning not equal. Parel itself comes from the Latin par, which means equal. Non is the common prefix meaning not, so not equal. In addition, its adjectival use of non-parel also functions as a noun describing an individual on un- or unequaled excellent, un- sorry, of unequaled excellence, the non-parel cellists. And as the name of a chocolate candy disc covered with small sugar pellets. Non-parallel, I don't know what, what um, chocolate they're talking about. Is it, um, I, I, I have no idea. I think we'd have to Google that one. Those little ones, not Revels, the ones that you get. The, yeah, Revels. <laughs> the, the little round Revels. ones. Yeah, Revels. There's a flat one in there, what they called? Maltesers, I can't remember. But yeah, so non-parallel means that they are really there's no parrot, then mm. there's no equal to what that person can do. Mm. And I guess is Elon Musk does he fit into that category? He does, but it's very true what Natalie said. He's bought Twitter for all of that money. But if you give everyone on this planet guaranteed a billion pounds, the money would still end up in the same people's pockets that have given it out, purely because a lot of us are not financially savvy. I don't think it's fine. Yeah. I, I think sometimes, like most people, if you don't come from money and you get money, you start thinking about all the things mm. that you never had. Yeah. And think, you know, I need to get this, I need to get that, I need to have this, I need to have that. When you, I guess when you do come from money or you're educated around money, it's easier for you to handle it when you get it. That's the point, being educated when it comes to finances. And we're going to have a lady on very soon, her name's Sarah, and she talks a lot on financial freedom, financial education. And it's it's that's all it is. It's just like going to school and learning. But that's something that they don't teach you in school. They teach you how to write a cheque. They teach you how to spend money in the maths equations that they give you. But they don't give you the laws of... You know, there's one book which I would encourage everyone out there to go and read, and that's The Richest Man in Babylon. It's an actually amazing book that gives us the principles in how to make our money work for mm. us. What about Rich Man? Oh, Think and Grow Rich, do you mean? The Richest Man in Babylon. Yeah, that's a brilliant one. And the other one, is it Rich Poor Dad, Rich Dad? I don't know. Oh, that's Rich Dad, Poor Dad, yeah. but Think and Grow Rich is another one. That's so another those one, are yeah. three that okay. we're suggesting that you go and have a look at. You can get them on audiobook, actually. And there's a lot of financial advice in those. So, yeah, true, Elon Musk can give us all of the money, but it will just end up back in his pocket. Um, you, know, you know that's not going to happen, though, is it? No, it's not going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to shout out John J.E. for his Sunday gospel show. You can catch John in early morning Sundays, as well as Caddy and DJ Ninja Man Lloyd on a Thursday 
and as well as DJ Slim shouting out all the DJs. We're going to give you all a big shout in a moment too. So going back to our questions, Kenny, what are our, what are our questions? Okay, the first one, audience question. Hope you're ready for this. Are social media platforms a place of empowerment or entrapment for young people? Mm-hmm. Answer. Yeah. Please. Yes. As well as your partner pays for everything, is it right or wrong to keep a secret stash of money just in case the relationship breaks down? That's the second question there, okay? And um, yeah, it's just uh, interesting, isn't it? The fact of, I'm going to go into that one again, just saying if, if I give you one billion and you stand on the street corner handing out one pound per second, 24 hours a day, seven days a week, you will still not have handed out one billion um, dollars after 31 years so that shows us how much money a billion dollars is that's just one billion okay so it says this is true and rather hard to really understand the next time you hear politicians use the word billion in a casual manner think about whether you want the politicians spending your tax money a billion is a difficult number to comprehend but one advertising agency did a good job of putting that figure in some perspective in one of its releases. One billion seconds ago, it was 1959. A billion minutes ago, they claimed Jesus was alive. A billion hours ago, our ancestors were living in the Stone Age. A billion days ago, no one walked on the earth on two feet. A billion dollars ago, was only 13 hours and 12 minutes at the rate our present government is spending it. All right, so it goes into highlight that we're charged stamp duty, tobacco tax, corporate income tax, income tax, council tax, unemployment tax, fishing license tax, petrol and diesel tax, inheritance tax, alcohol tax, GST, property tax, purchase property tax, tax on title searches, tax on buildings, and the list actually seems quite endless, beautiful listeners. Okay, so still think, do we still think it's funny? Because 60 years ago, taxes never existed, and our nation was one of the most prosperous in the world, or 60 years ago, a lot of these taxes didn't exist, and we were once a very prosperous nation, but we look like we're on the brink of collapse right now, would you not say? I don't think we're on the brink of collapse. I think economic system is struggling. Yeah. Because there are a lot of knock-on effects, as it's been reported in the news. Mm. How that will affect us in the long term, we're not sure. But I know in the short term, at present, there are a lot of people who are struggling. Mm. And that's through no fault of their own. And we're not just talking about single parents. We're talking about people, two-income two households yeah. are still struggling. Um, so well, before you could go out and it was a one income household the mm, wife would stay at home mm, watch mm, the children mm, mm, and work at home but now that's, that's almost impossible it's, it's impossible it? so I just think it's affected people who, who are not working who are working I think across the board mm. it's it's been it's been a, it's going to be a struggle and I don't think it's when we're, there is light at the end of the tunnel but I think for the for the foreseeable future I think we will struggle it will be a struggle mm. it will be a struggle yeah so beautiful people what are your thoughts on it what are your thoughts on how the or the way that things are going at the moment how are we managing are we being affected by this knowing that 
60 years ago all these taxes that we now seem to be that are now seem to be imposed upon the joe blogs everyday joe blogs and how are we even surviving in all of this yet yeah, like what has been brought out a million just one billion pounds goes a really really long long way and that is how the government are spending taxpayers money because that's it's that's where they're getting the funds from isn't it the, the taxes of the people and how is it how was the population in this country in the uk do you know what that is yeah, I'm not, i can't not at the top of my head but we're, we're going to google it right now let's have a look and see what the population of the uk so it's 67.22 million 67.22 so million yeah. that was in 2020 so it's not a, it's not a billion is it no, but when you think of, because you think there are taxpayers, but there are some people who are getting part of our taxes in benefits. Yeah. So you've got to balance it out. Okay. But it's still it's still a lot of money that's being recouped through various taxes. Yeah, and it's not just one tax. It's just no, 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 a there's, huge amount. Yeah, there's like about been... thirty taxes there that I've just seen right in front of me. Maybe not thirty, maybe about twenty taxes in everything and now they put on a new one which is a carbon tax so it's something to think about really isn't it mm. and um well yeah we had, and the thing is, sorry you ulez has just come in that was a that's another tax yeah. another fundraiser that's, yes i think that's to do with carbon it's car, emissions. carbon okay all right fine okay. yeah mm. so it mm. it's it's quite interesting your vehicle sales tax workers compensation tax Tax, 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 tax. And I know that was something back in the Roman times, wasn't it? When they used to speak of the taxes and they'd go and the... Was it the... What were they calling the man of the... of the Go and collect the taxes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Him, yeah but yeah. The, the guy from the manor. Anyways, yeah. That It was just all of that. The yeah, hierarchy, the yeah. hierarchy. They used to always, be, yeah, they used to be like Lord of the Manor. That's it, yeah. And he would go and collect, He would send out... Or a sheriff or yes. whoever, and he would go have to go and collect the taxes. From the, the poor people. For the poor people, and the government would come and collect the taxes. And have all the money in the chest yes, to sit and there. Take, and take the chest, obviously, to the... Because we're not the, seeing the benefits of anything right now, are we? We're just being really hounded, and we spoke of it last week about the energy prices and all these things, and they're going on and on about it on the news. It's mm. constantly something that you hear them speaking about yeah i think people are still people are still still surviving i think that we are still surviving let's not get let's not but it is it's difficult and it it, as i said it Mm. will be there is still issues that we're gonna have to face regarding financial difficulties we have in this country and obviously it's affecting it's the worldwide worldwide thing so we we've got to just um Hold tight. Hold tight and just try and support where we can. Yes, always. Okay, so beautiful people, we'll see y'all in five. This is the station with all your music in one place. I'm with both 77. And I'm Naturally Lily. Join us for the Let's Talk Drive Time Show. Every Tuesday evening between 6 and 8pm. We discuss fun facts, the word of the day and current events. Join in the conversation. See you in the chat room. Domi Promotions and All Flavours Radio proudly present We Ready to Party Again Boat Style. Come and party on board the permanently moored Teresa Joanne, King George V Dock, Woolwich Manor Way, E16 QNJ on Saturday the 16th of July. Come and join us for a splendid night of fun, music, vibes and grown-up raving. 
Your entertainers will be Musty, DJ Specialist and DJ Shyboy alongside the All Flavors radio team of Ninja Man Lloyd, George Flavors, DJ Laro and DJ John J.E. Playing the best in soca, reggae, Afrobeat, soul and much, much more. Smart dress is essential for this one. The first 100 ticket holders will get a complimentary glass of Prosecco and there'll be food available to buy supplied by Sunset Caterers. Boarding starts at 9.30pm and we party till 3.30am. Get your 20 Pound tickets now from Eventbrite or getyourtickets.co.uk. We ready to party again. Are you? Sometimes a simple question can be all it takes to interrupt someone's suicidal thoughts and start them on the road to recovery. The Samaritan Small Talk Saves Lives campaign is aimed at giving people the tools to help prevent suicide. Here's Claire to tell you more. A little small talk and a simple question like, Hello, what's the time? Where can I get a coffee? Or, how great is this weather? Can be all it takes to interrupt someone's suicidal thoughts and help set them on the journey to recovery. Find out more at Samaritans.org. And remember, small talk saves lives. Snapback FM presents a night called Keeping It Simple on Friday, 29th of July at the Refreshment Rooms. Entertainment on the night from Mr. Funky, DJ T, Mr. Jams, Mr. Viking, DJ Tibbs and DJ Specialist. Doors open 10pm to 4am. First 50 tickets are £5, already selling fast. Then it's £10 advance tickets and more on the door. Location is Refreshment Rooms, 25 Broadway, London E154BQ. More info on tickets, birthday bookings, hen nights, stag nights, call 07930 or 07831540449 or contact any of the DJs. Keeping it simple, no gimmicks, bringing you good music and good vibes. Broadcasting worldwide, online, 24-7. All Flavors Radio.
pounds of hall and oats. I can't go for that. How are you doing out there? All flavours world. Chat room crew. Tuning crew. WhatsApp crew. Worldwide crew. And all you silent listeners out there. Send a big high five to Chanel Taylor and John John. Joy McKay. Mark Philogene. Pele Hoxton, how you doing, Pele? Sonny Strudenhoff. Guest 210 from Kleiner Gadassa Brook. Guest 291 from London. Guest 219. Guest 517 from Fort Lauderdale. Guest number 8. Guest 961. Not forgetting Debbie X. How are you doing, Debbie? Angela Gel Gel. Not forgetting George Flavors, the governor. You can get George on a Saturday night from 10 to 12 and a Sunday afternoon from 2 till 4. Also, bigging up DJ Nigel. You can catch Nigel on a Saturday, 8 till 10, and Sunday, 8 till 10. the sounds there of Hall and Oats. That's quite a, a funky tune, isn't it, MDJ KJB? Yeah, I remember that tune. Oops. <laughs> yeah. I remember that tune back in the day. Back in the back day. In the day when I had an afro. <laughs> I'm not gonna, <laughs> I won't tell you whether he's got an afro or not, guys, um, now. But um, yeah, when he had an afro back in the day. All right, Kenny. E.g. E. when I had an afro. <laughs> Is it E.G. or I.E.? I.E. I.E. That is when. <laughs> okay, so um, we'll just um, make it a point. In our facts tonight, we said that the when you take a picture, that the data is contained in that photograph. And Joy McKay said it's very good, um, very good idea because she lost her phone and was able to get it back. I find my phone so the GPS in that sense is good because she lost it and there is a tracking device on all Mac products I don't know if they might be on um, other Androids and stuff but um, you can say find my phone if you activate it that is and then you can get your phone back so you know it has its it has its upside and it has its downsides as well okay so our question at the top of the hour was highlighting or asking are social media platforms a place of empowerment or entrapment for young people now this is a bit of a double-edged sword sword because when we put that question up put it up last week it was in regards to young people being coerced 
into joining this. It's a church group where they, I think it's called S&C, where they get them in. And then what they do is they get these young people to take out loans and all this kind of stuff in their name. And then obviously they're entrapped in taking out these loans. They go and stay in this big house that they show. And yeah, that they, yeah, this is what they do. They entrap these youngsters. Okay, so that's one form of entrapment. As well as this week in the news, social media platform was actually used in order to stream a live massacre online. Yeah? What are your thoughts there, DJ KJB? Well, we know there's so many me social media network sites mm. out there. They're so... This in, this, there's so many of them. They're not amalgamated. They're not joined up. They're all under different streams. Yeah. So there's no one governing body to govern what, what, what's posted. Unfortunately, thankfully, this um, site managed to pull the video after a couple minutes, which was a yeah. bit, which although it still got shared, unfortunately. It did. Um, but the good thing is they acted. They yeah. acted, which is the most important thing. Obviously, there are wider issues regarding yeah. just the streaming of this. Yeah. Um, there's, you know, we've got the gun laws in America. This touches on gun laws. Um, it, it touches on, on generational racism. Yeah. On many levels, it touches on how social media sites are used mm. and how they're used. And for what purposes they use. So there are many questions that this will will kind of stir up. up. Yeah. Stir up. Because what happened on Sunday night in Buffalo, there was a shooting in Buffalo, and it the attention was focused on a platform called Twitch. The gunman used the massacre to broadcast what he was doing. So he massacred, he shot 11 blacks and two white victims, and he killed 10 people. However, they they say it was racially motivated, and it was a hate crime. But he used cha- he used a Twitch channel to live stream this assault from a helmet on his camera, or should I say, camera on his helmet. And this um, Twitch is owned by Amazon, so they took it down within two minutes of the violence starting. But obviously, by that time, it was already being shared everywhere else on Facebook, on Twitter. And so they issued a statement in the New York, New York Times and Twitch's vice president of the Trust and Safety said the site's reaction was a very strong, responsive time considering the t- challenges of live content moderation and shows good progress. So normally with, um, co- with copyrighted content, that can flag up straight away. Mm-hmm. Whereas when it's something that's totally, totally new, it takes a longer time to flag up as something that's not right for the eyes of everybody Mm -hmm. yeah so in this case they they flagged it very quick quickly they flagged it quite quickly so but what about in the case of if they don't yes yes yeah i was gonna say it's because there's so many different sites it's all fragmented as it says Mm. there um it's it's hard to take down one video off one site and then take it down from another site because it's as i said there's no overall they're not under one umbrella. Yeah. There's not one governing body that says, all right, this is what's happened, so we can take it off all sides automatically because you're under one umbrella. Yeah. It's so, this 
this franchise of one over the one over the and that is the issue yeah. that is the issue and this is the nature of modern social media platforms it's added to uh, moderation difficulties as you're saying there so the news of the shooting went viral on tiktok and then the platform's moderators they had to battle to take that down because once the video is shared then it, it's, it's sort of playing a game of trying to catch up and find because it's going to be shared to another network and then other people will sit there, then they'll share it and then it, it's just fine, not even the source because you can take the source down but then someone else may have it and then they'll go on and share mm. it and that is what the trouble is. So, yes, yes, Ken. And it's interesting because he was a known supremacist. Mm. So he would have known or put on up uh, messages on known sites yeah um to let people know of his views what he's um, going to be doing what yeah. he was going to do in his views how he felt what he was prepared to do um people might have seen it and think well we can't be serious but yeah. the fact that he's posting these things and they're being allowed to be read and seen by other people again flags up mm. another issue about when to take action but the, the thing is they can't because once it's shared They've taken. They obviously he's going to be prosecuted because he's gone and murdered these people. I'm, I'm, but yeah, the 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 entities that is social media platforms. Once something's shared, it's very hard to, you know, because someone can save it and then share it a week later. Mm. And then they've got to try and flag that up again. But by the time they've done that, someone else has got it, and then how m m many people will have that? And that's just in one instance. We're mm. talking about this Buffalo shooting. Yeah. But what about the one, the SC church group that have been coercing these um, young people, or coercing, should I say, these young people into coming into their fold and then using them to take out loans, all this kind of stuff. Where are the parents? What, what's going on there? Yeah, but again, it mm. goes down like this. This Both of them have a similar vein running through that things were, things were being things would have been posted. Yeah. So this, this white supremacist would have been posted on a site. Mm. Mm. As I, well as SC. They post, they use an Instagram. Instagram. Uh, and Twitter, I think they're yeah. using. So they, and, they, and there's other sites, other umbrella sites under that. Mm. So there's not just, and there'll be other sites that they will post on that we might not have heard of. Yeah. But may be known to supremacists or, do you know what I mean? Yeah. So that racial motivated verb would have been posted somewhere and therefore his intention would have been known on some social media sites. Yeah, because it's not necessarily just the, the main page, but there are the things such as Messenger or... Yes. Because there's a Messenger mm. or DM, as they call it, um, direct message, that's go. what it stands for, mm. where mm. people can be notified in those cases mm. Mm. and this is where information can be passed on. So we are, have been asking that question, listeners, about social media, are they platforms of empowerment or a place for empowerment or entrapment for young people? What are your thoughts? Let us know. 07895 134 783 713. Sorry, it's 07895. 07895. I've forgotten the number. Have I? I've yeah. forgotten it. <laughs> I will put you it up to you in a moment. It's gone out of my head. Yeah, so. Um, yeah, are social media platforms a place of empowerment or entrapment for young people? Let us know. Come and join us in the chat room. Stick a um, note in the, the, the box and let's see what you think about that. We'll go to um, Facebook. 
KJB and see what what uh, our viewers or should I say people that have interacted have said in that regard about social media platforms and Gavin Palmer says it all depends on how they're being used and that's very very true isn't it mm. because it, social media can be quite a positive place can't it mm, mm, mm. whereas there is the, the dark side of social media Michael Duncan says what's Michael Duncan say for teens social media can be a cesspit loads of kids nowadays turning to tiktokers and youtubers for guidance in place of actual parents and family all the while these youtubers are often producing content going by what they see their fans base base wants and what the algorithm pushes over what they might actually want to do hot topics and trends come up and often people say what they know people want to hear or what will cause clicks very dangerous place for the mental well-being for a lot of young people particularly those lacking in guidance and mentorship yeah i totally agree with that michael michael duncan that's a great mm. um view um because obviously we understand that it's difficult for young people um these people are social influencers they will push what they know but the issue as Michael has brought up, mm. clearly they're not experts in the field that they're talking about. Yeah, That's the issue. Yeah. So they're, they're pushing subjects, wrongly or rightly, that they have no speciality in. Yes. So they're only saying what's coming from their own, own viewpoint. Sometimes they use magazines or other to, to add in, to put weight behind what they're saying. Yeah. But they're not professionals in their field. And young people are vulnerable. They're quite influential, aren't they? And you can just, you know, That's say it's something and then they'll believe it. That's the problem. Because as Michael rightfully said, it's a lack of guidance and mentorship. Mm. And w w you've got to ask a question. You, you made a really valid point um, recently because we were discussing this. And you said, well, it's the parents that pay for the Wi-Fi. It's the parents that pay for the data. So why why is there this kind of disparity? Why is there this problem in these young people mm. going to say someone on TikTok, for instance, for advice? Because I must admit, there is a lot of good advice on TikTok. I'm not saying there's not, but a lot of the advice, like I've just, they're not, they're not professionals in that particular field. Some they're, are, some are. There are some professionals on there, Ken. Possibly, maybe, I don't know. There I'm are not, some professionals in there. I'd say, I'd, I'd say that the, the whole, that's like you're saying, like, all, I don't, I don't know, I'm not going to find a scenario, but like it's saying something all certain demographic of people are bad when there are some good, there is some good within it. Yeah, but I'm, I'm talking about where the young people are drawn to. Yeah. That's what yeah. Michael Duncan's making the point. It's not that there's not professional people on there, but mm. a lot of the advice and things that young people are tapping into, those people are not professionals in, yeah. that, in that particular field. They're just YouTubers, they're influencers. Yeah. They're just pushing a brand or they're pushing an ideology. And that's the point, that's what... Which is not founded on on sound basis. Yeah. And kids are tapping into that. And yes, parents, parents do have 
the responsibility to know what the kids are looking at mm. on YouTube or whatever. But like I said, there's so much fragmentation of these network sites. It's yeah. so difficult. There's no organisation out there that's actually policing them. Or if they are policing them, they're getting there too late. And they've live streamed something really... That's the Like issue. the massacre, they've live streamed that's, it. And, that's the pr- and that, then it, that's going to go on and... That's the problem, that. and that's the issue, and I think that's the issue, and and, and like like been brought up already, a lot of the stuff that they would have been build up to that massacre, yeah. so he would have been posting stuff, mm. building up to what he was going wow. to do. It wouldn't have just he wouldn't have just gone out and said, oh, "I'm going to put this cameraman and I'm going to go out and shoot people." And he would have he would have been putting stuff on social media sites, mm. f- putting flags up. Danger flags, danger flags, danger flags, and nobody responded prior to the massacre. So I think in that's in, the issue. In this regard, then, when we're thinking about it, then the parents—if you do have young people that are using social media platforms—one that the time is limited because you can spend a lot of time scrolling on social media, and another thing is that the parents, if you can, police your children. And, and see what kind of content that they're actually mm-hmm. getting involved in. And, and, be, and, and, and I think you've got to be aware mm. that the content isn't just posted once. Yeah. It's continual content. It's continual showering of information. Mm. So you've got to be aware constantly of what, because it changes from time to time. And sometimes these influencers are posting on more than one platform. Yeah. So you might be monitoring that platform, but yet... It's how been, many others are there? How many other it's been posted on. So you've got to yeah. be aware of there's many sites there's out so there. There's so many. I mean... So many. Was that so one, many. one Snapchat? There's another one Snapchat. That was, that was one that came before uh, TikTok. But TikTok seems to be the, the biggest kind of platform at the moment. Along with Twitter, well, we'll see what Elon Musk does with that. As well as Facebook, is it? But they're still there. These platforms are still there. And quite obviously Mm. being still influential on young people. Because before, there was an age... There were certain ages that were not allowed to tap into... Age restrictions. Right, age restrictions that were not allowed to to access these platforms. However, Mm. there was no... Someone could go in and say that they were born in... 1960 or something and they, they'd be none the wiser so they'd still let these young people onto these platforms regardless of there's no background checks or anything like that to say that they are the age and then there are social media platforms that are made for young people anyway young youngsters yeah because michael talked about the algorithms yeah so they're posting for maximum effect yeah because they know when to post yeah, and, and 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 like I said, if if it's hard to be aware of all the sites that are out there, but I don't know. I just think it needs there needs to be some legislation, some more legislation, um, so the sites can all be put under one umbrella. Mm. If not, a couple of umbrellas where it's where they are monitored. Yeah, I know Facebook does, but the, we spoke about this a while ago, and the people that monitor monitor it, they. A lot of them suffer from PTSD, from seeing some of the horrific things that people have posted up online. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And this could potentially hmm. be seen by younger people well, it, it, on the platform. It is, because that, that 
that young boy, mm. just like the church, those who were using those young people were posting things up knowing that they it, it will be seen. Yeah, you don't want to be in trap because what they do with that SC church, they have a big mansion, so they show mm. you all the big mansion, they show you all the flashy cars, but they don't show you that they've got up to 24 people packed in a room and there's no way of them, those youngsters, getting out. But this is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, the, that is the danger. And that's the danger because social media platforms are not going to post pictures or content that is not appealing. Mm. It has to be appealing. That's the whole point of being on social media is to appeal to the eyes. Yeah. To appeal to the mind. You have to appeal. So they're not going to post anything that's going to be derogatory in the sense of young people. Yeah, of trying to get them in, you to need, suck them you, in. You, we we want to get them in. Yeah. We want to get them in. And just like, and there's a social media platform for everything, just like this, this supremacist, he mm. used um, Twitch. A, a Twitch, but he also used a platform called Discard. Okay. Which is another platform. Never heard of it. That, did you know what I mean? Yeah, never heard but of it. But th that's where he would post yeah. his, his views. So... And that wasn't being monitored. Wow. But he was posting his views on it, so it was a build-up. Well, beautiful build people, what are your thoughts? Give us a call, 07895 That's 07895 And join in on the conversation. Let us know what you think as regards to social media. Do you think it is a place of entrapment where youngsters are not safe? Or do you feel that they can be safe on on the platform yeah just let us know and we'll see y'all in five have your have your call us now on 07895134713 that's 07895134713 
Five to Anthony Arimorum. How you doing, DJ Laro? Catch Laro from eight till ten tonight for the Vibe Show. Lots of love to the chat room. Was good. Mark from the gym. And that was the sounds of Tom Brown funking for Jamaica. Okay, so we've had some heavy, heavy conversation here tonight on the show. And we have DJ KJB stepping in for Naturally Lily tonight. Thank you. It's a pleasure. Always, always a pleasure. And um, yeah, so we were just highlighting about social media and really the pitfalls of social media. Yes, and there was a message sent in by uh, Sonia, Sonia, if you'd just like to read it out. She said, Sonia says, I think kids can use the internet responsibly and use it in a beneficial way if they learn how. Parents need to check their kids' phones to avoid inappropriate usage. And that's the thing. I mean, back in the day, we had one house phone that rang. That was it. That's all you got. But now it's like the world coming inside of your home. And not just the world coming inside of your home. You can carry this world around in your pocket in the way of an Android telephone or an iPhone or an iPad. It's just like you're constantly switched on to the world. And I know that in in some ways, when it comes to things such as TikTok, all the filters, there's a lot of things in these social media platforms that give people a sense of they're not really being 100% in touch with reality. Would you not say? Definitely. 
And I think Sonia's got a great point. Mm. I think parents have a responsibility, like we said earlier. Yeah. But I think the schools can support the parents in that responsibility. Well, the schools have no, nothing no, to do with it. I no, I th- I, no, not in the, in the sense that there couldn't be some education around usage yeah. of yeah, websites, true. usage of, of, of internet sites. Mm. Mm. Um, and I think that would be important. So they're getting it twofold. They're getting it from the parents and yeah. the school. Because the parents don't, some parents are not um, tech savvy. Yeah, yeah. Some parents are not tech savvy. Some parents, English is not their first language. Mm. So I think there are other issues apart from just the kids having phones. I there are so much, so many other other aspects that need to be tackled mm. regarding education around how they use the phone. And I think parents need support in doing mm. that. But it's also helping youngsters like uh, michael said earlier it's about having those mentors as well Mm. that Mm. it's not all about i find in this day and age that it's about the image and the way we look and the way because that's what that it's what we're trying to portray to people outside of our reality so we could say that you you may be someone that's an influencer and your life isn't that great. I, I saw an influencer recently, actually, and he had his mattress up on the wall. The mattress was really quite dirty. He's a dancer, and I, I, it's, I couldn't. I just saw another side of him, as opposed to the side that they show us. But, but this is what I said earlier. It's not about posting content. That's derogatory. What's going to make people switch off? It wasn't derogatory, but it was just seeing his surroundings. Because sometimes you do see this. You know, you get those pictures when they say, "Oh." This girl invited me back to her place and then you see the really dirty cooker and the house is really messy. That's the reality. Yeah, but that's not that's not what they're portraying. This, I agree exactly. with what you're saying. And yeah. that's, that's the point. They're not going to post content that's going to make them be seen in a bad light because yeah. it's all about... It's not about... As, as Chronic says, it's, it's, it's about the likes. Yeah. He's, he said, Chronic says, I'm not doing it... I'll do it for the love, not for the likes. Yeah. But people are doing it for the likes. And so not for not, the love. They're not for the love. <laughs> so they're not really thinking about the individual that's mm. tapping their phone and liking their content. Their issue isn't with that person. The issue is, yes, I'm getting likes. I'll be able to monetize myself yeah. soon. I'll be able to make some money. That's what they're thinking. They don't it's really... The they, dopamine, the, yeah, the rush, isn't it's it? The rush. So the, yeah. they don't really care about the people that are tapping the phone. They don't. They have no idea of the person on the other end of that phone. They have they don't know what situation they're in. Yeah. They don't really care about what they're going through. The fact is, just like my contact, press the like button. Yeah. Press the notification bell. Like, share, and follow. Yeah. And and yeah. that's what it's about. Yeah. So that person that's posting these these images. I, they're only thinking about their own content. Yeah, they're not thinking they about can... the individuals. That's what I'm it's saying. Affecting, yeah. Yes. So parents, yes, there is responsibility around parents caring mm. about what their children are accessing. But also, please, I think there needs to be some discussion around how these sites are monitored. Mm. Like I said earlier, there's got to be some intervention, government intervention, and a task Something. force to yeah. look at them. But also, I think schools can incorporate within the curriculum some some education like safety social yes social, yeah, whatever they want to call it online safety or something yes, like that and the schools it? can implement that to help the family help the the parents so they're getting it from both you think that the, the youngsters will listen anyway joy mckay says unfortunately 
because of the constraints of parents overloaded with workload and mental, physical and social restrictions nowadays, children need proper safeguarding. So many children are the at uh, the carers meant to be carers are meant to be carers yeah so yeah children and that's the uh, the proper word to use there uh joy mckay is the safeguarding and where is that she says lack of dis discipline no. and no accountability um need community um when it, i think when it comes to social media it's like you being in your own personal zone isn't it and, and it's that, a personal box and, and and again that is the issue yeah there is there is accountability there, there is accountability because if there wasn't accountability, they would be pressing the light buttons. Yeah. So the accountability is there, but it's just, it's just misplaced. Right. So this is what I'm saying. Education needs to be, to be looked at. It needs to be policed in some way. Mm. No, it does. The, the social media sites. I, I really need would to like to know how they do that. KJB, I don't know because I, I think, I think the government there is, there is, there is statutes that the government could bring in. Because if you think about it, the government, during, during COVID, there was loads of statues. Suddenly, they were bringing the statues. Yeah, but then everyone was pushed to go online then, weren't they? Yeah, but this is what I'm saying. Because of that, people, more people going online, and therefore there's more content being, po content being posted. Created, yeah. Being created. So the government kind of had a, a, a part to play in what's going on as well. So the government need to look at, all right, we've... we've Restricted. The government had yeah, some part to play yeah. in the sense, Come could on. you know, because there was nothing else to do. But we were, we, it was no fault of our own that we were locked up for two years and the being stuck inside. Yeah, but the government passed legislation to reinforce the fact that we had to separate, we had to stay in bubbles, we couldn't leave the house. There were certain yeah. things that the government brought in. I'm not saying, I'm not blaming the government, don't mm. get me wrong, mm. but they played a part in people now being more insular. Right. And be more on the phone. Okay. Yeah, or so, tied to, I guess, the Zoom meetings yeah, or this wh kind of Whatever stuff. it is. So I think the government can look at ways in which they can help, in help, monitor. Yeah. I'd love to see how they do that. I would really love to see how I, they will be able I to, to... do. I think that needs to be looked at. To do this. I, I think it needs to be looked at. And also we need to... And I think, as I said, the schools need to play a part. Yeah. As well as the parents. I'm sure that they are as well. I'm sure yeah, that they, they, they are... Especially after this Buffalo incident that things are being looked into. Well, I, I, well that's just... That's in America. We're talking, yeah. I'm talking about here. Mm. But I guess once... I'm talking about here as well. Once one person... One, um, entity acts than everyone else will um, Joy McKay says parents hands are very often tied very true by laws and statutes you can't even talk to your children and that is that this is one, the truth and that, the, and the thing is like back in the day like if you even looked at your parent funny you know you're going to just get a lash <laughs> yeah whereas now a child will tell you, you to go and whatever you yeah, know but, but they can use their phone remember there's child line yeah there's, there's there's different this is what i'm trying to say this is what i'm trying to say there are different platforms that children yeah. can access now and and change and change the dynamics mm. change the dynamics and this is what i'm saying that's why there needs to be an overall look yeah. at the way social media is Policed. I it needs to be looked at. I Personally, look that's forward what to I see think. that happen, but I'm not too sure about that. I'm, I, it's going to be a long time coming because well, th there's a lot of people that use it. Like you, you uh, mentioned, one platform I've never heard yeah, even heard of before. Uh, so if that's the case, I um, found some new ones today as well. Hmm. And it's like, where does it end now with the the, the creation of apps, all this kind of stuff? 
it's go. going the, to be a very deep, deep and, rabbit hole. And, and the thing is, gener- and it's a generational rule, racism, there'll be more radicalization. Yeah. There'll be more issues around um, more, mental, coercion. more coercion, more problems with the mental health of youngsters growing up because yes. there's so much information that they have to deal with. And if there's not support for parents, yeah, support from social media platforms, support from government agencies, how, how are things going to change? We'll see how this unfolds. Got to, you know, we'll you know, definitely see how this unfolds because, yeah, that's very true, Joy. You can divorce your parents now. Hmm. We'll see, you know, where, 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 where is the boundary? Where, where's the line that, social, that's crossed that social, says, no, this is enough, enough is enough, you know? Where, where, is, that, where is that boundary? There's no boundary because social media does not create boundaries. Social no. media is access 24 hours yes 24 hours seven days a week there is no boundaries so if there's no boundaries for social media automatically youngsters can assume Mm. there's no boundaries for them (laughs) because these influencers are telling them you can access my contact 24 7 7 days a week because I, i i was recently working with a student and um she was showing me she'd been um she's away from school and she was with the nucleus of these other students mm. and the content I mean some of these youngsters are going up to somewhere called Blackheath and just going there to fight and that again is passed on through social media networks whatsapps through like you said DMing messenger so there was a whole load of youngsters up there going up there just mm. to fight mm. or in mm. school and then they pass around the video of the children and battering and fighting each other it's a dangerous it's world a dangerous so you world. just have to really like you said um, KJB to educate our youngsters as to the dangers of social media it does um, join the case social media does create That's division yeah. in the family but it's about being strong and trying to overcome these he can't, pressures you can't overcome it yeah. unless unless there's a a joint effort mm. a, 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 a joint up effort yeah where it cascades from from government to schools with support no that's what i believe okay. and it's not you can't change it tash how mm. are you gonna you can't change it yeah. there wasn't one adult when that person showed you that content of the that of blackheath tell me how, how many adults were there they were all young people thank you all young people i can't remember who showed it with my one of my nieces or nephews that, that showed it to me and that, see there you go so we have a scenario here but yet we've really come close to the end of the evening. It's like seven forty-eight. <laughs> yeah. Wow! On the seventeenth of May. Oh, wow. Can you believe that? Seventeenth of oh, May. No. The, what, wow. the, 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 the year just through, started. Halfway through the year, nearly. Halfway Almost. through the year. Almost. So your partner pays for everything. Is it right or wrong to keep a secret stash of money just in case the relationship breaks down? So what I'm going to do is give you a background on this story. It was naturally Lily that sent this over and it's a young woman her fellow he pays for pays all the bills he does everything for her however she started on her own little business and is earning a little bit of money for herself she says my husband works and I stay at home mum he's the most unselfish person I know I handle all the finances and he never said or or acted like it is his money It's our money. Anyway, he's upset with me because he found out I had a bank account he knew nothing about. I've been making money online and keeping it from him. He says that his problem is not that I've been making money online. 
but that I kept it from him in the event of a divorce someday. He said that that women keeping a stash of hidden money in case of the marriage failure is like a man keeping a side chick in case of the marriage failure. And if we both need to be all in or nothing. My mum raised me to have a secret stash that my husband doesn't know about. Is this wrong? Is my husband right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was the scenario. Wow. So she's keeping this money. He pays for everything. She takes care of all the finances, etc., etc. She's got her own online business. She's got her own account, which she's stashing that money away just in case they get divorced in the future. Mm. What's your thoughts around that? My thought. Well, first of all, I got to congratulate that particular young man because mm. he sounds like a really uh, upstanding, positive mm. man. Right. I like the way he, he puts it. He says, he doesn't have a problem. Yeah. My money's your money. So straight away, I can see that it wasn't the money that upset him. It's the fact that she hid it from him. Mm. I don't, I don't believe, you know, his comeback was a little bit over OTT for me. Okay. Because um, having a side chick is different to stashing money. As, yeah, as, but he's saying that. You know I mean? It's like having a side chick... Just in case you divorce me, basically. Yeah, but that means he's got a side chick that he's seeing that he's keeping but sweet. <coughs> just, yeah. just, just the, this would, the scenario would be that's what it would yeah. be like. I'm gonna keep this side chick. Yeah, me and you. But I've got a wife. But just in case, I'm gonna. Mm. So, but I, I think it's fine. I, I think, I think what she did, I don't have a problem with it. Mm. I think the only thing I would suggest in that scenario is just, just be, just be upfront. Because he doesn't seem like the type of person that's that's he's not selfish. Be man. upset about he's, it. Yeah, I don't think he would have been upset about no. it if she would have just been straight out with it. And bravo on her mum for educating her about money. Yeah, yeah. Because big props, big we all, props. We all do need a, a bit of a rainy day fund, mm, and I'm sure mm. all of us have a rainy day fund, right? Mm. But. Yeah, it was just the secrecy. And I, I just think it's the motive for her saving the money. That, for me, is a kicker, really. The fact that she's, she thinks that she's going to save it just in case they get divorced. That means that in the back of your mind, you're bringing that to the forefront of your mind in saying that, yeah, we'll get divorced someday and I'll, I'll have enough money. Mm, maybe in a scenario, I'm not because we know it's a scenario, mm. but maybe it's something that she's experienced seeing outside her own marriage, other marriages being, other people getting divorced, mm. maybe people in her family. So she's just a bit weary. Um, yeah, but yes. why, would you, why, why would you go into a, a relationship with the thought that you're going to break up? Fear. Maybe she, subconsciously it's, it's that fear. Okay, it's a subconscious fear. Maybe it's a subconscious thing. And then, and, but the Possibly. thing is, if you if you if you retain that, then that is inev- inevitably what's going to happen. But she, the only reason why she no? retain, I think she only, the only in the scenario, I think the only reason she might have retained it is because she didn't talk about it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Very yeah, true. That's what it is. If you if 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 you're feeling something or thinking something. Mm. Um. And you know that it's there. Mm. I, I would, I would encourage anybody to talk about it because yeah. by t- see by talking about it to 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 her husband, it would have alleviated her fears. Yeah, because he yeah. would have said, you know, babes, 
your money's my you know i'm taking care of the bees i'm so pleased that you've got an extra stash it's fine you keep that yeah and because i agree with you we never know what's what can happen i'm happy you might get ill yeah, that's another that might be another yeah, scenario, scenario isn't it? we just don't know yeah um and i think that's what it is and I, so i'll encourage anybody if if you've got something that that you've brought into a relationship with uh wrongly or rightly and it sounds like it's a generational thing because her mum educated her. Yeah, to have that little stash. To, to have that stash. Mm. So that's that's there's nothing wrong with that. And as I said, props to that. But I think whatever niggling her at the back of her mind, she needed to speak. Just talk and discuss about it, it just with talk her husband. About it. Just talk about it. And that's a point. that's really good to talk because then, like you said, it will alleviate the fears that we may have. It will. It will set us kind of you know oh. just calm us down to it know would, that yeah. what what our intentions are yeah. especially within a relationship to know what our intentions are what whether we expect to grow old together yeah. whether we aren't feeling well if we don't feel too great that we're able to speak about yeah. these things and then obviously become, get a resolution yeah. and come to a simple yeah. conclusion that you know babes why are we going to get divorced you know mm. all this kind of thing mm. that's not that's not my intention you can see that I'm you can see I'm looking after you you don't have to want for nothing if you mm. want to have your little online business and your little stash that's fine but just let me know what's what's mm. going on and that's maybe, maybe do you think his pride was a bit hurt no I think I from what from the scenario that I from what you said and mm. from what I've looked at the scenario I think it was more the fact that she hid that from him okay she hid that from him, and she thought, "Hold on, there. You know, we're in this partnership together. If mm. we weren't to, get, if we wasn't in this together, I wouldn't be. You know, I've, I've. Oh, basically, he laid it. He laid himself totally open. He bared everything. He said, "This is what I've got. Is what you've got. Yeah. yeah. I, what I've. She knew how much he's got. She knew how much money he's making. She, because she, she was taking care of the finances. Exactly. Yeah. She, she would know yeah. everything about his financial situation. But the fact that she hid that from him." That was more the issue for yeah. him, I'm assuming, within the scenario. So, just talk. And, and relationships Based on are trust. never... Yeah, but they never stay the same. Mm. Relationships are always changing, evolving, moving. So you need to have open communication. Yeah. Because things do change. Joy McKay says, in his heart, he was thinking, till death do us yeah. part. Yes, exactly. Whereas in her mind, she was thinking, I'm saving this money just in case we get divorced. It's just, there you, go. you know, it's the thinking, it's the mentality, it's the mindset. But once you talk you know? about it, like you said, once you yeah. discuss it, then you get it out in the open. And both of them would have realised, you know what? We're working towards We're the working same thing. Because <laughs> she wants the same as him. Yeah. She wants security. She wants security, that's but she's thinking is. just in case. But that's something that she didn't need yeah. to worry about because he was looking after he Chanel. Was totally looking after Chanel her. Taylor says she doesn't think that the partner should be paying for everything. Um, she, I don't agree with the partner paying for everything. Part, uh, but there's nothing wrong with keeping your own yeah. stash of money because at the end of the day, you can't foresee the future. I totally agree with that. And if your relationship was to break down and you didn't have your own independent money then you're in a bit of a pickle, aren't you? Relationship or not, don't depend on someone else for money. That's not what a relationship is about. And 100%. Totally agree. Totally agree with that. And I agree in self-sufficiency. Mm. I mm. Saw, heard this woman ranting about um, going to the strip club today. And um, <laughs> if uh, your boyfriend don't want you to go to the strip club, then you then he's got to pay for all your bills. That's foolishness. One, he's your boyfriend. If, it's, if he's got to be on your married. finger... 
exactly. If you've got a ring on your finger, it's different. But it's your boyfriend, like, you know, come on. Anyway, guys, listen, we've come, we have come to the wow. end of the evening. That thank was... you so much for stepping in, DJ KJB. Thank you, thank you for having me. I, I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. The questions were good. The conversation was good. I hope the listeners enjoyed it too. Yes, thank you so much for your company tonight. Don't forget you can catch DJ Laro after us from 8 till 10 tonight, as well as Darnell the Therapist from 9 to 11 and Charlie Muir from 7 till 9 tomorrow, Wednesday the 18th of may so thank you guys you have been amazing just another big big whoop 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 to the governor george flavors and i guess please check the schedules don't forget we have a boat party coming up on the 16th of july have you got your tickets yet if not go along to eventbrite uh, check out our facebook group and then you can get some inf- more information there or even better still go to allflavorsradio.com and then you can grab some information from there as well so i guess all we have to say is we will see y'all on, on the, the other side, side. take care, care. good night Side.